When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I got totally sucked into Bama Rush Talk and I'm kind of sad that it's over. A lot of you are concerned that Jeff and I poisoned ourselves and quiet quitting. What is it and why are we seeing it everywhere? All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, August 18th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for, I don't even know what it's called, but it's basically in through your nose, out through your mouth breathing. Yeah. Which, you mean like literal breathing? <laughs> well, I'm grateful for breathing. Like I, I, every day that I wake up and I'm still breathing, I'm like, oh, I'm happy this about that. Yeah, I'm glad this is happening. Cool. But um, we have done it with with Ellie. Yeah, it's like meditative breathing, breathing kind of. But um, like she donked her head the other day pretty bad, and and she couldn't. I think she was more scared mm-hmm. than actually hurt. And Callie was like, okay, Ellie, in through your mouth, out th- or in through your nose, out through your mouth, and she like started to do it and. I think it was it probably distracted her more. Well, it calms down. I mean, it's scientifically like but I don't calms think, down your nervous system. But I don't think she was really doing deep breaths, the, the breathing mm-hmm. properly. But it, but in trying to think and trying to emulate what you were doing, yeah, it distracted her from the fact that she just tumbled down three, you know, wooden steps, yeah, uh, and you know, hit her funny bone every on every one of them. So. Right before the show, I was just super frustrated about a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, I put my head down on the desk and I was like, all right, Kelly, I just need a second. And Kelly goes, in through your nose, just like she said with Ellie, in through your nose, out through your mouth. And I did it. And I actually felt better. Do you? Yeah. The next thing I could have pulled out of my hat is if that didn't work is the box breathing thing. Have you ever done box breathing? It's harder, but it works so well. I've heard of it. That's the one that you do for like panic attacks and anxiety and stuff, right? Yes. And it like immediately, I mean, you know, three or four times. And it's amazing. If you have um, struggles with anxiety, Google box breathing. What is it? What's the real quick version of it? So you basically inhale for a certain amount of accounts, hold it for a certain amount of accounts, exhale for a certain amount of accounts and hold it at the bottom for a second. But it's it's box breathing because they're all the same. So if your number Some is- of them are. Some people do it differently, but like it would be like in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four. That's what I meant. Yeah, so whether but you, some people do in for four, out for seven, in for- People mix it up, oh, but that, it's all called box breathing. Oh. Not See, rectangle my, breathing. Yeah, in my head, <laughs> box breathing is- A box is a square. Right. So if you're doing- If, you're, if your sides aren't even, then it's rectangle And breathing. this is why you need box breathing. Don't- do triangle breathing because it'll kill you. Triangle breathing equals death. <laughs> My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our producer, Jessica. 
We have a producer on our team that is just absolutely crushing it. And she's one of those people. She is always um, really joyful, even like it doesn't make her happy all the time, but it makes her, she's just kind of like full of joy and good energy and she makes our lives significantly easier. So I am so grateful for her. I got sucked into Bama Rush Talk. What is Bama Rush Talk? Okay. I was wondering if you were going to know what it was because I did not tell you my I mean, addition. I know I, I, Bama is Alabama, right? Yeah. University of Alabama. Oh, TikTok. Rush Talk. <sighs> the dance videos. Okay. Here's the deal. So, well, it's not just the dance videos. So I, last year it kind of started and it's, if you have the TikTok app, all of these sororities during recruitment, um, started doing like TikTok videos and people, girls at Alabama, which is like a super competitive world of Greek life, um, started like doing their outfits of the days and taking people through the process. And then at the end, it's like this reveal of like where they, you know, wound up matching or however you say it. I was not in a sorority. So the technicalities of it just elude me. Um, but so that happened last year. And then, so this year, everybody who's on TikTok is like, oh my gosh, who are going to be like our TikTok queens this year? Who is everybody going to be rooting for? And I mean, these people, these girls are getting like millions of views on their outfits of the day, on what sorority things they're going to like. It's so is nuts. it, is it the, is the, the, um, what do you call it? The video put out by the sorority or is it, are they individual women who happen to be in the sorority? It is like, who's getting the views, who's um, been, the individuals in the sorority and the girls rushing the sororities talking about what they're oh, wearing the, to the different events. And yeah, like it's, cause they can make money off that. Oh, they can totally right? make money off millions it. of views, but they have like won all of our hearts. So everybody that gets sucked into it, you know, has to watch. It's like starting a lifetime movie and not finishing it. Like you have to know at the end, like who survives and what the outcome is. Um, and it's really fascinating. I will say, so I think for some people, okay, let me rewind. I have to delete TikTok periodically. I don't use it. I just lurk and watch other people's stuff on it for entertainment. It is such a time suck for me that I will look down at my phone watching TikTok and look up and it's been 30 minutes. Yeah. Like it's a problem for me. Yeah. Um, even beyond Instagram, like it's next level. So I frequently delete the app and then I brought it back for Bama Rush Talk because I was like, oh my gosh, I was totally sucked in. I'm fascinated by sorority life. And at Alabama's level, it's like super competitive. And um, well, I'm sure any of the, and I'm not trying to insult any schools in, in other parts of the country, but don't. All like every Southern school, UGA, like Ole Miss, Alabama, Auburn, I'm sure Auburn yeah. does. Um, if it, the Florida schools, mm -hmm. you know, the Knowles and the Gators and all that, like, and I feel like those that sorority experience is almost reality TV esque. I'm sure that it is. And that's the, but I mean, it like, it's, it's like from, it's like, it's been cat. Like, I, I know that it's the stereotype of being in a sorority, whatever, but every woman is, every woman is gorgeous, but their hair is all like similar. It's, they all like look the, exactly all, the same. They all have fake tans. They're all 
Yeah, there's no yeah, diversity but I do, whatsoever. It's, I know, but I don't. That, that, I, well, I know, but that sounds insulting. I'm not trying to be insulting. Yeah, no, I don't think it's insulting. I think oh. it's true. They all look more or less the same. Y- yeah. Yeah. I, why does that seem insulting to me? I don't know. I don't think it's an insult. I think it's true. I mean, every story I would scroll through. But what I'm saying like, is, it's they're that ex, they're they're cast like they're mo- like it's a movie. Yes. And I can't believe there's not a reality TV. Sh- there hasn't been a reality TV show all about sorority rush yet. Two things on that. One, there are rumors that there's a Netflix documentary. I think it's Netflix. I don't know. Somebody has a documentary about at rushing Alabama sororities in there. But part two is. It's not with the participation of the sororities because they're historically very secret. So there's this whole thing about like how much is too much sharing because they have all of these secret things. Like they want you to look all shiny, but the inner workings of sororities are totally private. So how they choose people and, you know. Well, here's how they choose people. Do you look look like the rest of us? You do? (laughs) You're in. Right. What do your parents do for a living and who do you know? I mean, well, I mean, I, I have heard rumors. I don't know that for a fact. I would assume so. Um, but that's also why I wasn't a sorority. I mean, I got judged plenty growing up. Like I don't need to be judged (laughs) once I go to college. Like me going to college was me leaving the world of judgment. So I got all the judgy judges inside of the way in high school, not, not even high school. Like for me, it was like elementary school and it just stuck with me. So by the time I got to college, I was like, not doing this, not participating in this. And my college didn't really have fun sororities. So that's a whole other thing. Um, but I was totally sucked in. And I think everyone is Chrissy and I were texting about it. Like it's, it's a thing. The songs are stuck in my head and yeah, it's over now, but we're still going to continue the, um, uh, we still have more things to taste in the, does it stand the test of time thing that we're doing if we survive because yesterday was Capri Sun, mm-hmm. and within minutes of the episode being released, we got headlines, like, you know, links to headlines that uh, somehow cleaning fluid got into a batch of Capri Sun. You know, I saw that, and my first thought was, honestly, oh, well, that explains why it tasted so bad. <laughs> uh, then I looked, realized it wasn't the flavor we tried, so oh. it just tastes really bad. Um, maybe the cleaning fluid would have made it, a ta- made it taste better. I mean, you know, probably I will say the most, this is the most popular segment we may have ever done on the show. Think? I, my Instagram, I mean, I have hundreds of Instagram messages from people. First of all, very upset, remorseful, and disgusted by the easy cheese. Cause I did post the, the photo. Picture, yeah. yeah. Apparently though, I was supposed to buy the cheddar easy cheese what flavor did you get? American. Um, what so is that ch- may change the color situation that we were talking about. Um, yeah. And I think shouldn't we shouldn't we have been trying um cheese whiz? Are those two different They're products? Two different things. Cheese whiz is cheese dip. Oh. Easy cheese is the spray cheese. Okay. So I'm like, do we take another one for the team and do it with the cheddar? I also was told that why are we doing it on Ritz crackers? Multiple people said that we were supposed to be doing it with some sort of chicken cracker. A chicken cracker? Yeah, I... That's the only thing that I think you could have said that would have been more disgusting (laughs) than canned cheddar cheese. No, it was like a chicken... I don't remember. Like four or five people sent me the thing and was like, you know what takes it up a notch is the chicken cracker. Isn't a chicken cracker just a fried egg? 
<laughs> You're really weird. Um, no chicken in a biscuit crackers. Okay. Do you see this? So it's a literal brand. Is chicken? I just googled it. Where do you chicken get it? in a biscuit? It's by Nabisco Target apparently. Oh, all right. Well, so if, maybe we'll be doing that. Um, I also have gushers. We, we have we haven't not gone to a Target on a weekend in I don't know. 11 years. That's so true. we can grab some this weekend. But everyone's very invested. Um, thank you for not wanting us to die. Everyone's mutually grossed out by easy cheese, even though we did it wrong. So we have to redo it. Um, and what was the other big feedback? Um, you I, just love that segment. I don't know if you got as many messages as I did, but I do want to do, I want to do the bologna sandwich that I ate for lunch every day growing up. You're on your own on that one. I can't. I can't do it. I do want to do Little Caesars pizza. So I think we would have to do that on a, like a special. Like we'd have to record that on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we do. Because um, I would want it to be hot and fresh pizza, pizza. Yeah. The, Jackie from Be Kind to Everyone texted me yesterday and was like, I cannot believe that you have never had Little Caesars pizza. But we were Pizza Hut people growing up. Like it was just, that was like our, I can't ever rem- remember my parents ordering another pizza, but Pizza Hut. Well, when for me growing up, Little Caesars, you had to go get it. Well, you had to go, was it only in Kmart's for a while or did no, I make that up? It, I, I don't down here, I feel like in Georgia, in the South, I feel like it was in the front of Kmart's because a lot of people have remarked that to me. Yeah. When I, where I grew up in Syracuse, New York, it was about, I don't know, four miles away, five miles away, uh, like 15 minutes in the car. Mm-hmm. And you would go in and the, their gimmick was, it was like two pizzas for six bucks. That, you know what? That's probably why we never ordered it. Because you had to go pick it up? Yeah, because it wasn't delivery. And I think um, for us, it was just like too much work to have to go pick up a pizza. But so I like, can, it's for, what, for whatever reason, for like there are some foods that I remember from my childhood, like my dad's fried chicken, or not fried chicken, um, barbecue chicken mm-hmm. that he would, he would make on the grill. Um, like I've never been able to make it as good as he made it on his old yeah. charcoal Weber grill. But that taste... And that experience, like seeing it, seeing that chicken on the paper plate at our dining room table, Uh I can see it in my head. Um, Little Caesars pizza with the, that was wrapped in paper and it was like two pizzas like this. There wasn't Mm -hmm. even a lid to the box. They just like wrapped it in a piece of wrapping. It was like a gift wrapped in wrapping paper. And then my mom would get this stuff called crazy bread. From Little Caesars? Yeah. Okay. And it was just, I think it was just like pizza crust. And then there's like, it's maybe like a tomato, like a marinara that you would dip it in. Um, and I can, I almost taste that now. You know what I can taste now that I wouldn't go there to actually get this. So I don't think we're going to be able to include it in our segment. But I remember when I was a kid, the chocolate birthday cake at Chuck E. Cheese was like the best cake ever. I don't know that I trust Chuck E. Cheese enough that it would be the same. Like, I don't think that would be a fair comparison um, you don't because think it, you don't think I feel like they probably changed the recipe. I feel like Chuck E. Cheese has lost some of their shine over the years. You, you really think that the birthday hall that has a giant dirty rat <laughs> as the mascot is, is updating recipes? Um, <laughs> uh, that's a great point. Like you could probably go get 
a chocolate cake right now from Chuck E. Cheese that was manufactured at the same time, the one you remember. I could. I probably could. True story. I also couldn't find handy snacks at the grocery store, but- The, The cheese spread with the little red- Yes, which everyone is talking about. Here's the thing. They apparently sell them at Costco. I don't need 65. I just want two. I want one for me. I want one for Jeff. We could even split it, but then what am I going to do with the other 65? I think we have to go to Costco. I think in the spirit of research, we need to go to Costco and- To get the handy snacks? And and buy the 12 dozen handy snacks, which would be like 144 handy snacks. And And if we love them- I can't imagine they go bad. So that means we're set until Ellie goes into kindergarten. Okay, I'm literally, but that's not, it's not real cheese. And if we don't love them, we send him to Steve from Apopka because he's the guy who suggested handy snacks. Does he like handy snacks? He doesn't get a vote. Oh, Steve, okay, you're getting a package. He just gets a box. Hey, like, hey, remember the the toy that you um, carved for Ellie out of wood? Here's how we're returning the favor with a handcrafted box of processed cheese. My dad is the official king of self-improvement. Like, I think we can agree on that, right, Jeff? Like he, you go to his house in his study, it's all books about self-improvement. He keeps health stats. He keeps like, wait, he keeps all these stats, right? He has been asking me for a Bruce toothbrush for like, I don't know, months. I got him one and I'm going to take it to him this weekend. He, he um, it, for him, it's, it's updated like self-improvement. Like he loves Yes. To, so the fact that Bruce is the latest and greatest, that's why he wants it. He's also um, a stickler for dental care, isn't he? He is obsessed with dental care, like gets cl- teeth cleanings to the day, thinks there is no better feeling in the world than a fresh dental clean. I agree with that. And he is going to love the Bruce for that reason. Do you think that's because he lived in England and they have notoriously bad teeth? No, I don't think that has anything to do. You think he came back and he's like, this is not happening to my family? Uh, no. Oh. No. I don't think that's it. All right. All. Well, he just really likes his teeth, so he's really going to like his Bruce toothbrush. <laughs> Go to Bruce.com slash upside. You're going to get 20% off of your order with them, and you're going to love it as much as we do. And, you know, ultimately, my dad will be the final judge, but I'm so excited to give it to him. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. What instrument can you always find in your bathroom? A tube of toothpaste. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff, 800-434-5454. One of my girlfriends is a makeup lover, and she knows so much about it. Years ago, she introduced me to Thrive Cosmetics, and she was telling me all the cool things about them. One thing that really drew her to the company was that cause, the reason they call it Thrive Cosmetics, is because every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. And this is something that Thrive has been doing for years, okay? The other thing she told me that she really loved, which I also love myself, is that 
All of their products are made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. There's no parabens, no sulfates, no phthalates, and my personal favorite, it's certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Here are my two favorite products. The first is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Now, I used to have lash extensions. Can't get them anymore. Have an allergy. That's okay because I have the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara, and I wear that. It mimics the look of lash extensions, and I get compliments all the time. It is their best-selling product. It has more than 20,000 five-star reviews. Highly recommend. The second product I want to recommend to you is the Sunproof 3-in-1 Invisible Priming Sunscreen. So we all know the importance of SPF. This has SPF 37 in it. It's a great primer for under your makeup. And even as we go into the fall and winter months, maybe cooler outside, still just as important to put as much SPF on as possible. This primer is light. You're going to love it. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's thrivecosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash upside for 15% off your first order. Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you're also giving to someone in need. Now, you know about Bombas socks, but how about Bombas t-shirts made with thoughtful design features like invisible seams, super soft fabrics, and they're the perfect weight so they hang just right. And Bombas underwear, so breathable and it fits so well, you might kind of Forget that you've even got it on at all. That's a good thing, by the way. Now, you know their socks, you know their underwear, you know their T-shirts, how good they fit on you. But you also know that those three items are among the most requested clothing items in homeless shelters. And that's why Bombas donates one for one. Every one that you buy, they give one to people in need. So customers like you have helped Bombas donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. If you want to experience this level of comfort and give back, you can do that by going to bombas.com slash upside and you'll get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash upside. You'll get 20% off at bombas.com slash upside. I love our caraway pots and pans. First of all, they are super, super gorgeous. They're really sleek looking. They come in a great selection of colors so you can match it to whatever your aesthetic is. Of course, you know, I went like completely team grayish, so mine fit in my own aesthetic. But another thing I love about the pans is it's not non-stick, so you're not getting the chemicals, but it's designed with a chemical-free ceramic coating. So the food like glides off of it, which is so nice because that is my biggest complaint about pots and pans is it's got to be nonstick. Well, not anymore because of what Caraway has done with that chemical-free ceramic coating. So you don't have to worry about the chemicals, but you can also have gorgeous pots and pans that are also super easy to clean. It is time to ditch the chemicals with Caraway Homes non-toxic cookware and bakeware collections so you can make healthier cooking a piece of cake. Caraway has over 25,000 five-star reviews and yes, I am one of them. I was a paying customer before they were an advertiser and I love this brand. You're going to love them too. 
Visit carawayhome.com slash upside to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. The deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash upside or use code upside at checkout. That's C-A-R-A-W-A-Y home.com slash upside. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. No less than, than five times in the it's so far this week, the article in the Wall Street Journal about quiet quitting. I has, did see the headline, but I have no idea what it's about. And I actually, I feel like it's been out for a while because because. I feel like I read this like a month ago, but quiet quitting, maybe it's one of those things that came out and everybody was just like, oh, that's neat. You know what I mean? And then somebody of influence shared it. So now it's taking off. Okay. Um, but quiet quitting is is basically deciding you don't tell anyone, you don't tell your boss, you don't tell anybody outside of your you know close personal circle, if you tell them even. But it's where you just decide that the job that you have isn't your career. And so you do the minimum. You do what it takes to keep the job. Mm -hmm. And it's inspired by, you know, the past couple of years and people evaluating uh, how they're spending their time and, you know, being at home more than being at the office and the value of personal life over over work. And everybody's talking about how, you know, like – the. This is, uh, uh, you know, part of the, what's it called, great resignation. Yeah. Everybody's talking about how this is like what has happened to the world or, you know, people don't take pride in their work, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, not, not defining it necessarily as a negative thing, but they're just kind of, they're, they're a little Judgy Judgerson about it. Mm-hmm. Have I said Judgy Judgerson twice in this episode? I think so, but I kind of like it, so I'm not going to stop you. So so that was the tone of the article. Here's what I think. If quiet quitting is a thing and people are deciding that they just don't want to put in the effort and put in the work, mm-hmm. good for you. Like good, good for them. If you like do what you have to do in order to keep your job. And to keep your benefits and keep your paycheck coming in, like do like roll with it. That's fine. But if you're a person who wants to get ahead and wants to shine, now is your time to do that because I think it's easier than ever. I totally agree because you're going to stand out so much higher over people that are doing the bare minimum. And if you work like just using a nine to five job as a for example, be you know. If you if everybody in the job was super ambitious, somebody stays until five fifteen. Now everybody has to stay until five fifteen. Mm-hmm. Then somebody stays till five thirty to show up the five fifteen person. Somebody else stays till six. Next thing you know, the whole office is there until seven thirty at night. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, and they're getting in at seven the next morning instead of nine. Right. That that's that's just the way it happens. The, if that competition is going away, you can stay until. 5.30 and be as heroic as the person who stayed until eight just a few years ago. Does and that I, make sense? Yeah. And I think right now, because I have, while I am not a boss, well, I'm a boss of myself, 
um, at 1022. But I have heard from a lot of my friends who are leaders that the employees that stand out the most right now are the ones that are making their lives easier because they hear a lot of no's right now. Yes. With the, can you come back to work? Can you come back to work if whatever? I don't know. Um, fill in the blank because I think every company probably has their own set of challenges. But it's- if you're a leader, like, you know, one of our friends was saying too, like he's a leader, can you cover more shifts? Can you? And they hear no so frequently that if you're someone that stands up, even if it's a little yes, then you get all the credit in the world for being that person and you're positioning yourself to go further in your career. Now, here's the only thing there. that I, the, the, the only thing that I would suggest with this, if this is if you want to take advantage of this quiet quitting period to to shine and stand out, here's the 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 suggestion I would have is. You got to go, you got to go a few rungs up the ladder with your shine. Yes, you do. Because what if your boss is quiet quitting and Mm -hmm. she, and she's just like, so you would actually be annoying her or him by staying until five 30. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. why can't we just all be out of here at five o'clock? Yeah. You know, and you're staying and you're trying to shine. So using what Callie said a few minutes ago about give some people some yeses. Right, give people mm-hmm. and give you know be a yes before they even ask. Go to your boss, but then go to your boss's boss, and then go to your boss's boss's boss. Mm-hmm. Like go up a few layers and just say, if you need anything, I'm available and stay and go. I really like working here, and would like to be here for for a long time. So if there's anything I can do to stand out, like make yourself seen. There has never been an easier time, in my opinion, for you to become the vice president of a company and run the show mm-hmm. even if you never once took a business class in college. You know what I – Even would, if you never even went to college. You know what this kind of reminds me of? It reminds me of um, a guy I used to work with like a decade ago, so long ago, and he picked the smallest – I think it was actually at one point like a closet of an office to work with even though he was like – you know, not an entry level employee. And I asked him, I'm like, why don't you have a corner office? Like everybody else on your, like with your title has a big office. And he's like, I didn't want it. I chose this office because it's right outside of the boss's door and he sees me every day. So for every decision that he makes, I'm the first one he sees. And that's the person I want to be. And I'm like, boom, so genius. All right, we all know I troll Reddit from time to time, more like every day, because I just really think it's funny. Uh, There's a list of people, things people uh, like the old-fashioned way. So, Jeff, I'm going to ask you your preferences on these things. Uh, Better now or better the old-fashioned way? Physical board games. I will qualify this by saying I'm not a huge game person, but... I'm going to go electronic games. <gasps> what? I know, I did not see that coming. Uh, but- Video, but, but, like, yeah, like board games are inconvenient in that you have they have you have to do the entire thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to you got to get all the way to the end of Candyland. You can't just like pause it. That's true, but it is so fun with like the different pieces and I don't know. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I'm really excited to get like Candyland and Shoots and Ladders. And oh my all, gosh, it's going to be the and best. And all those little kid games and playing with Ellie. I love those games. Like Candyland is my jam. Um, buttons for cars. What, you mean to start them? 
What do you mean buttons for cars? <laughs> what? This is how you know Jeff and I don't have new cars. All the new cars now are touchscreen. Like and have touch screen oh, buttons, buttons, so you're like not inside. physically oh, pushing well, you your air conditioning to turn it on. You're like hitting a touch screen. Um, buttons only because touch screens get so dirty. They do get really but dirty. But you got to give me the choice. That's not fair. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. Um, physical menus at restaurants or looking up the menu online, scanning the QR code. Okay. If it's, if the restaurant wipes down their menus and you don't have like a little Alfredo sauce stuck from three customers ago Ooh. on the corner of the menu with some dried lettuce, then I want the paper menu. I prefer the menus that are um, like newly printed and recycled. Yeah, that's fine too. But if it's if you if you're a restaurant nasty. And, you, and you don't wipe down your little plastic menu sleeves or whatever, gross. Cookbooks or Ver- digital recipes. Um, I have not opened a cookbook in a hundred years. I love physical cookbooks. I can't, the ones that I use, like Laura Lee's cookbook is like written on, it's got post-its all in it. Like I love a physical cookbook. I guess, you know what? I would like actually like the best of both worlds. You know what I would like to do? This is, I, why have I not thought about this until just now? Hmm. I am famous for finding a delicious recipe online, making it. Having it be a household hit. And Callie's saying the sentence, don't lose this recipe. And me saying, don't worry about it. I know where I found it. And then a month later, her saying, hey, do you remember when you made that salmon that had the this and the that and then like the glaze on it? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Should we go make that again? And I'm like, "Mm, give me a minute. And I can never find it. Ever. So my vote would be to print out recipes and make your own cookbook. Like get a three ring binder. You know, you can just save it into your bookmarks folder in your phone. Yeah. I just have kind of one big bookmarks folder with everything and it just. Hmm. So like if I search salmon right now, there'd be like eight recipes and I wouldn't be able to remember which one you really liked. And then, you, yeah. Hmm. Um, because I'll save recipes that I don't even. I save more recipes that I never cook than the ones that I cook that turn out really well. Like, oh, this will be really good someday. Mmm, a pork chop with maple syrup glaze. Sounds delicious. Saved. Never will make it. Mm. Um, And then my last one, physical or digital planners? Oh, man. I mean, you can't beat the convenience and the accessibility of a digital planner. But I every year I look at one of those old school, like, I think they're called filofaxes or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm like where you can open it up and there's a calendar and stuff Mm -hmm. just speaks to my trapper keeper loving heart. Yeah. I, as someone who's word of the year is organized, I have to say I went back to a paper planner in January and it's like the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I am so organized. I am hitting all my deadlines. I am on target. It feels amazing. Here are your three random things for today. Number one, uh, the States with the best tippers. So this is um, the percentage of diners outers. I don't know what you would diner call outers. It. Diner outers who tip twenty five percent or more. The top five: New Hampshire, twenty percent of people tip over twenty five percent. Ohio, North Carolina, Alabama, and Iowa. Uh, surprisingly, the state with the stingiest tippers is California. Yes. I would not have thought that. I, you know. Maybe that's because California is so expensive. <laughs> so it's not that people um, 
like a, a, you know, $10 smoothie here would be like a $15, $17 smoothie. You can't skimp on the tip. Like you have to factor that in. So if you can't afford to tip on your $17 smoothie, you shouldn't be getting a $17 smoothie. And you certainly shouldn't be getting a $17 smoothie, but then tipping like it's a $10 smoothie or less. Move out of California. Yeah. Um, The other states with the worst tippers, Oregon, Idaho, Maryland, and Wisconsin. Um, Here's some other tidbits that came out of this uh, survey. Uh, Nearly 90% of Americans say that they always tip no matter what. I always tip. I would say that's true for me like 99% of the time. What's your standard tip percentage? um, It's changed over the past. I tip more now than because I just think food service workers and everybody, they're just more, more worked. Yeah. So I'm now it's probably around 25% if I'm being honest. Yeah. Mine's I think at least 25%. I always do 20 and then I add on like a couple bucks. Um, and oh, 65, this is another tidbit in the survey. 65% of Americans feel like you should tip more since COVID. Um, and a third of Americans think it's perfectly fine to eat out at a restaurant, even if you can't afford to tip your server. Not true. No, no, no. Nope. Your second random thing is Japan has one vending machine for every 40 people. In <laughs> case you were wondering, that's very high. But here's the thing. It's not just like full of food like we have um, or beverages. Some feature ice cream. They do have like noodle um, vending machines. They also have like disposable cameras. I think you can get your phone chart. Like they have vending machines for everything, which I think is amazing. I think bring the vending machines to like every gas station, whatever, but put stuff we need in it. Put it in my office building. Put a vending machine with phone chargers in there. A USB cable, I am down. Put that in the break room. I think it's so neat. Airports have vending machines that sell like high-end electronics, like nice head, like noise-canceling headphones Mm -hmm. and like battery packs for your computers. They have makeup ones. And uh, for whatever reason, I think it's, Neat, and I am I, I might not need a pair of wireless, you know, earbuds or whatever. You like the novelty, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, your third random thing is uh, coming to you from Linwood, Washington. A couple goes into the grocery store where they bought their scratch-off lottery ticket thing, uh, and to cash it in because the guy saw that he won three hundred and sixty bucks. And goes up to the clerk and the clerk, you know, types it all in and says, you cannot crash, cash this here. Uh, you have to take it to this location. And the guy starts to get mad. He's like, why can't you can't give me $360? Um, he looked at it wrong. The lottery ticket, the scratch off ticket was worth $360,000. <gasps> he had to go to the official state lottery office mm-hmm. to cash that in. So uh, so off they went and cashed it in and got $360,000. But tell me how you ever top that great of a day. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yep. Oh, and those are your three <laughs> random things. Like, hello. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I was shocked to see that a friend of mine on Instagram, uh, now that the school year has started, she spends 
two hours of every day in car rider lines. Two hours. Mm. She brings a laptop um, and a charger, and she, I think she even has a thing to set on her seat so she can stand outside of the car and like have the that's laptop, efficiency like, right there on her on her car seat. But she because of the age of her kids or whatever, they're like in two different schools. Mm -hmm. So she has to get to one school by a certain time in order to, to get be able to get through to and other. out of the line to get to the other school. Mm -hmm. And there's, and, and so like two days a week or three days a week, whatever the, the thing works out where she has to get both kids, she's in car rider lines for two hours and then she has to reverse it in the afternoon. Oh, that is nuts. That's insane. Like that's But a lot of people do it. Two hours? Yeah. That's 10 hours a week. Yeah. That's a part-time job. That, hence why people say being a job is a full-time mom. Half of it's carpool, apparently. Being a mom is a full-time job. That's what I said. No, you said being a job is a full-time mom. <laughs> and this is brought to you by Mom Brain. Hey, y'all. It's Sarah from Florida and Callie. You stated yesterday in the show that you watched that documentary about Victoria's Secret. Girl, if you want to watch another crazy one that's kind of similar, go to Netflix and watch the Abercrombie and Fitch documentary. It's called White Hot. Uh, I just finished it today, and then I also watched the Victoria's Secret one yesterday as well. And it's crazy. You got to watch it. Anyways, love you guys so much. Um, my my daughter just started kindergarten, and we listen every single morning on the way to school. Been listening to you guys from the beginning. Okay, bye. Okay, so I had to stop listening to today's show so I could call y'all. I literally saw yesterday where Capri Suns got recalled for having cleaner in them, and then y'all just drink them on today's show. So hopefully you guys aren't throwing up sick all night tonight, but have a good one. We just got a five below near me outside of Houston and I had seen them before, but I never, like Jeff said, like I just, it was like, I don't know what that is. Is that like, just like a junkie store? No, it's not. It is not a junkie store. It is awesome. Um, it is really, really good around like holidays for like little things. Like it's almost like target, like dollar spot ish kind of things like for kids. Um, around Easter time, I was able to make some like really cute uh, little baskets for our neighborhood Easter egg hunt for like prizes with like bubbles and chalk and you know all that cute little stuff. They had a lot of really good like name brand stuff for super cheap. Um, I think it's just fantastic. They also have like five dollar T-shirts, like graphic tees that I have not really explored yet, but I am like I need to go maybe today. Now I'm inspired. Hey guys, so I'm listening to the episode about Halloween, and my husband and I are currently trying to get pregnant for the first time, and I think you guys just decided for me that I will 100% be that mom trick-or-treating with wine in her solo cup, so like, I'm joining Chrissy right there. Thank you for giving me that hot tip, and have a good one. See ya. Okay, hear me out. Stand the test of time. Sunny D, yum, and gushers. And it'd be a great time to plug the Bruce toothbrush because, hello, Gushers got stuck in your molars. Like, ugh, they're so sticky. But 
you know, just something if you need to add. Okay, see ya. Bye. Hey, Jeff and Callie, this is Christina calling from Union, and I'm listening to today's episode about different types of Halloween people, and I just had to chime in that my husband is a third type where he's into the scary Halloween, all the haunted houses, the horror movies, Michael Myers, Jason, Freddy Krueger, and while we have a 10-month-old, I want to make the house all cute and fun for her, he wants to make it scary. So yes, there are, there is one more type of person when it comes to the types of Halloween people. Just wanted to let you guys know that that's what I get to look forward to every Halloween is him and all of his scary stuff. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Good morning. I was listening to the podcast this morning um, on Wednesday when Jeff was talking about taking Ellie to PetSmart to the aquarium. I literally was at PetSmart last week with my 18-year-old son. We were getting dog food, and he walked by the hamsters, and he's like, Mom, he's like, where do hamsters even come from? Like, have you ever seen one in the wild? And gerbils, do they grow in the wild? Or does PetSmart just manufacture them and keep them in cages? So it made me think, I, I've never seen a hamster or a gerbil in the wild. So anyway, just thought that was funny. Have a great day. I've reached the last years of my, I'll be so glad when. I'll be so glad when they're out of diapers. I'll be so glad when they start school. I'll be so glad when they're out of school. I'll be so glad when this, when that. I wasted so much time on that. I'm not trying to be that old wise woman giving you advice, but if I could tell you one thing, don't postpone joy. Find your joy in what's happening today, because that's where it lies.